Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. If you've been looking for the ideal event to host customers, staff, or friends, the search is over. Booking is now open for Scotiabank Suites at Rogers Place for individual Oilers games this season. With premium food and beverages and in-suite service, Scotiabank Suites at Rogers Place are Edmonton's most sought-after hosting location. Don't miss your chance to host up to 25 guests for a premium hockey experience. Oilers single-game suite rentals are booking fast, so book yours today at Rogers Place. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 33 in Edmonton, we are live at Westlock Ford. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Canadian Derby? Saturday, August 25th, uh-huh. 89th running. Westlock Ford to get the burgers, the dogs, pops, waters. It's remarkable how popular water is today, by the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not me, Bob. My body's a temple. I don't know what you were doing last night. Well, I, I, I was actually fairly moderated, all things considered, given that I had a 90-minute drive. This morning? Last night. Oh, you drove home last night. Oh, yeah. Well, then you were... Or bad boy at all. Maybe a 71-minute drive. Who's yeah, counting? Right. You know, it's, I live in the southwest part of the city, so. Really? <laughs> Goggles by Zano. <laughs> like a guy driving home from work on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Well, I mean, the, the Flintstones would be appropriate because if if there's ever been a broadcaster in this market that looks like Fred, it's... It's you. Would yeah. that make you Bam Bam? That'd, that'd make me Barney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 134 in Edmonton, Bob. We did, we did okay, do it. I always had a crush on Betty Rubble anyway, Bob. So did I'm you? Okay with that. Yeah. yeah. What was the Billy Crystal line on that front? Got me. He's uh, he op- he opened his act and he he goes. You know, I've gone through a very tumultuous time over the last few weeks. My wife caught me with her best friend uh, Michelle, and uh, my wife looked at Michelle and she said, "You know, I have to sleep with Billy, but you." <laughs> Uh, Doug here was the player involved in the stick fight with Brad Park, where Brad Park chased him around the arena. So how's that for useless information? Yeah, it's useless. Stick fights. So Wayne Gretzky got into it with Doug Lequeur. I, You know, I, and then the other one was with Neil Broughton. So those were on HockeyFights.com. Those are his two listed NHL fights. Right. On this, the 30th anniversary of the Wayne Gretzky sale. And the one guy, you would know the name of this. Who's the uh, guy that laid him out in that uh, exhibition game? Oh, wasn't it uh, McCreary? Bill McCreary. Bill McCreary. Not the referee. Not the referee. A Leafs hopeful. And he just got caught flush. Like it just was... laid him out with a hard, clean check at the blue line. Gary Suter got a bite out of him, too, one time. And oh, it, I'm it, sure it's not the only time Gretz got hit. I the mean, Canada Cup. pretty slippery, but... Yeah. Yeah, he got injured in the Canada Cup. Suter hurt yeah. him, remember? He got him yeah, good. He did. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Halenka Gretzky, uh, tomorrow the two semifinal games again. It'll be Sweden and Russia. That'll probably be a pretty good game. That will be a fabulous game. The Russians are loaded. 
in this tournament. They're they're uh, were considered the best team in the uh, Group B. Now that now that over, not I mean, look, the, there was the Russian five in Detroit. And they won a couple cups together, right? Uh, yeah, there was those guys back in '72. They weren't bad. They weren't bad. <laughs> but come on, they were training ten months a year when our uh, guys were, you know, smoking cigarettes at the lake. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but Ovechkin winning, does that change things? Change things in what way? Perception of today's Russian players. I mean, Malkin's already won a couple cups, but Crosby's seen as the driver, though I would say that Malkin's darn near as equal. Um, he's a heck of a player himself. I, I'm not going to say that it changed. Listen, like, I'm not a uh, believer in the... I'm not the guy that says, oh, if you're Russian, you can't do this, or you're that kind of person. You and me have never been that. Right. But I'm just... I, I know Canadian guys that are never going to win because they don't approach the game the right way. So, sure, there's Russians like that. That's fine. But I don't think that... Listen, what's Ovechkin on his third or fourth contract? How long has he been in the league for? 12 years? 13. This was his 13th season. 13th year. So a great player who, you know, and a good program in Washington that's been excellent for a long time. Took 13, 12 years to win the Cup. I mean, that's great. I was happy to see him beat Pittsburgh. I'm pleased to see all those guys who worked for a long time win a Cup. Don't get me wrong, but that just because it finally happened doesn't change anybody's view here. I, you know, good for Ovi. Uh, he won a cup after 12 years of trying. It was a long time coming. They were good for a number of years. Like, I mean, part of the problem is they were in the same division as Pittsburgh. Couldn't beat Pittsburgh. Couldn't beat Pittsburgh, right? And Pittsburgh's won three cups during right. those that same time frame. I mean, let's put the shoe in the other foot, Bob. If here it, we go. If I'm here to tell you that it's, it's going to take Connor McDavid 12 seasons to win a Stanley Cup, Oiler fan listening to this show right now would say failure on behalf of the organization. I it would better s- not take 12 years I w- because people will be impatient. Connor's, Connor's played three years. Yeah. And, I mean, Mark, we're dealing... Yeah, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm like, we're saying, already dealing with people saying the orders have already blown the window. Yeah, and and I, I don't buy that I don't buy that. Like, I don't know. I just... I don't think... You know, sure, you'd love to win a, a cup in the guy's first three years, but when you're coming, the reason you get them is because you're drafting first overall. So that means you probably don't have a great team. So to think that you're just going to turn that around and win in three years, I don't get it. However, it's time for the Oilers to take a, to not just take the step they took two years ago, Bob, when they had 103 points and then fell back. It's time to take a step for good. It's time to become a playoff competitive team in the way that the Anaheims or San Jose's of the world that compete every year, right, that have a shot every year. That is the next step for the Oilers. And they, I think that fans are, it is fair for fans to expect their team to get to that point now, don't you? I 100% agree. And as a result of what happened this year, I knew exactly what we were going to get this summer. And so if you are optimistic, and again, I see the Oilers as being a, Jack Michaels put, I think Jack's got five or six teams potentially around 90 points-ish out of the Pacific Division. Uh, I, you know, I think that, Edmonton can get close to back to what they were a couple of years ago, uh, but I understand the frustration, the sentiment, and for the fan base for what happened this past year. Sure. Totally get it because they were so patient for so long to see this regression. Uh, his and and then to further be compounded by the fact that one of the players that got traded away won the league MVP. Heart, that uh, didn't help. That did not help. But I know this fan base. I mean, you and I live, are born and raised in this town. This is also a fan base that will have a short memory. The, they'll be back with this team in October. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on orders now. I'm watching, I've watched this fan base for a long time. I remember the years when everybody knew they weren't going to beat Dallas. But they still filled that barn. And these fans still came out and cheered their team to the very last buzzer. 
And I'm here to tell you, the place will be full in October. Yeah. And this this team, if, if it doesn't go well for the orders, it won't be because of the lack of support. I'll tell you that right now. Ron Lowe coached those teams uh, for many of those years. Yes. And uh, I know you're a huge fan. Ron was at last night's event down in Red a Very good man. He's a good guy. Yeah. And, oh, and, a, and a generous person, and he's, right. he's the right kind of person for sure. All right. Uh, so the orders have Connor McDavid. The Edmonton Eskimos have Mike Riley. Mm-hmm. Does Edmonton have the best player in the NHL and the best player in the CFL in their cities? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'd, if, if you had a draft tomorrow and said pick one guy in the CFL, I'm picking Mike Riley. And if you had one draft tomorrow and said pick one guy in the NHL, I'm picking Garner McDavid. So I guess I just. So we're pretty lucky in Edmonton to have those two <laughs> oh, guys, aren't we? That's an excellent point that I hadn't even thought of, but absolutely. Well, I often have to do that for you, right? Yeah, right. That's good. Yeah. No, I think that you're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't know. You name for me a CFL player you'd rather have than Mike Riley on your team. Uh, well, I mean, would you say Bo Levi Mitchell out of Calgary? Uh, no, I mean, or, or I they got a better team. Oh, but. they have a better team. That is fair. And he's an excellent quarterback. That, too, is fair. Right. But uh, Mike Riley, there's just something about him. I heard a really interesting um, comparison today. kind of reminded, uh, I'll say this, it's an old colleague of mine, Matt Awanek, was saying he's kind of like Ben Roethlisberger, where, you know, guys come through and they get pressure on him, and he's halfway down, and they think, hey, I got a, I got a sack. And then all of a sudden the ball's gone, and someone's running 20 yards off field with it, and you didn't sack Mike yeah. Riley again. He's a big, strong horse in the pocket. Takes a hit. To yeah. make a play. The, the the team speed, the smaller size of the field limits Roethlisberger's mobility and that sort of thing. So, um, And I think Roethlisberger's a bigger man, is he not? I believe that he is. Uh, but, he, but I like Riley, man. He's a big, strong cat, and he takes a yeah. hit. He runs the ball. When, when it has to happen, he runs the ball, and he's not so – he slides when it's wise. But if he needs the yards, he doesn't slide. Yeah. Yeah, I I got all day for Mike Riley, man. He's a well, and it's interesting because the Steelers have been a consistently good franchise that doesn't win every year, but they have very competitive teams. Always. They have not had a lot of change at, at coaching, and they've had their quarterback for a while. Yep. And the Eskimos have been, for the most part, other than some uh, uh, bad, generally speaking, a pretty, you know, a pretty pre- good pretty good organization. Here's what we're gonna do. It's 142. Uh, we're gonna work on getting a guest here momentarily, and uh, maybe move another guest around. But we're gonna step out for about a minute. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back. We're out Westlock at Westlock Ford. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Race in Alberta, Canadian Derby, August 25th. At uh, Northlands Park, 89th running. Special thanks to our engineer, Sean Elford. No relation to Steve Elford, who was a point guard for Indiana when they won the national championship back in the 80s under Bobby Knight. Uh, as well as Angie Quinnell, who's engineering today's show, and Brad 
uh, Whisker, who produced it. Uh, we are pleased to hook up with, he's the hardest man to track down in the business. It's Glenn Gullitson, the former head coach of the Calgary Flames, now an assistant coach with the Edmonton Oilers. Glenn, you're on with Bob and Mark. How are you doing? Hi, Bob. How Mark? I, I am hard to track down. That's what happens when you get fired, boys. You go into hiding for a while, so you're a little tougher <laughs> to get a hold of. <laughs> yeah, you don't like to pick the phone up if you don't know what the number is, hey, Glenn? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're changing phones that much, you don't you lose all your contacts. So there's just a little insight into into the maneuvers. <laughs> oh, one day I'll tell you a story on that front. Uh, <laughs> it can't be discussed on the air, but it involved because it involves a couple uh, high-profile uh, managers that have worked in the league. All right, uh, you're in town for the Center Ice Summit, uh, which is, I mean, just a thought uh, about the experience. I mean, imagine yourself being, um, you know, co- maybe coaching in the ECHL and having an opportunity to come to an international hockey summit and having some of the top mind that Mike Babcock's rolling in for this thing and obviously you know Tom McClellan yourself former NHL head coach now uh, in an assistance role for now uh what a what a great teaching and learning experience eh Glenn yeah yeah no question this uh you know coming to these things I can remember way back when I when I first uh, was started out in the East Coast League in Las Vegas and I I actually just even came up to Camrose for a summit and Mike Johnson was there and uh Mark Crawford, and just the little things you pick up from all the different coaches. Uh, um, it's just invaluable. I don't. I don't think it really. Uh, it turns your coaching career on it on its on its side. But uh, just listening to people speak and how they conduct themselves and uh, was invaluable for me when I was when I was coming up. Guy like uh, Ken Hitchcock, who's who spans the generations. Right. This is a guy who, you know, he used to go into Claire Drake's office after Golden Bear games. 30, 40 years ago, uh, and now just recently left his job, of course, in Dallas as a head coach. Uh, I would think some of the older fellas, Glenn, at one of these conferences can really tie some things together, can't they? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, you know, even uh, it's, it's a humbling league, and even when I'm, uh, you know, at, at, at our coaches' conferences or any of these things, when when it's whether it's uh, you know I've got to had the pleasure of listening to Claire speak and uh, Dave King and these guys and Hitch, um, you just really listen because they they've seen it all, uh, they've coached the best uh, and and they've started they've started at the bottom and I, I think just just hearing their experience and, and uh, you can pick up so many nuggets along the way. A lot, lot of respect for those guys. They've done a lot of great things. You know Rocky Thompson, and a couple of years ago, or about I think maybe now, uh, well, it would have been the summer of 2015, the 2015 draft down in Florida, Rocky presented at the coaching clinic that you guys had there, and the Windsor Spitfires hired him on the spot, like, hey, can we meet with you right away? <laughs> I, I don't know how often that happens, but do you remember any, was there a coach that just, you know, killed it, did a super dynamic presentation where you were just like, Wow. Well, one of the ones that I thoroughly enjoy, it's funny you asked me that because I had this in my head, and it's uh, the late Pat Quinn spoke in uh, 2000, and I had the pleasure of, of listening to him, and he was talking about team chemistry, and, uh, and then he started talking about chemistry amongst players, and, um, you know, he was quite a character, obviously, here, and um, very well respected in the National Hockey League, and um, you know, he made light of a few things, but one of the things he was talking about was, uh, and this will have to do with Edmonton, is he had um, he had a uh, talking about pairs, dynamic pairs in the NHL. And when he got to Gretzky and the other guy, the other winger who was with him, 
Uh, you could tell he coached for a long time because he said, you know, who is that dynamic player? You know, there was the Gretzky and uh, and he stopped for a minute and he was like, who's that Finnish kid that was with him? And, uh, of course, we all know who that is, right? But the whole crowd got a big chuckle because he he called Yari the, the Finnish kid that was with Gretzky. So it just goes back to how long he'd been coaching and, and what he's seen in the league. Well, when you've coached that many guys, maybe you start to mix them up. Uh, you've been through now, you've been through the Western Conference, right? Some time in Vancouver, some time in Dallas, some time in Calgary. Now you're up in Edmonton. Uh, I want to ask you this, Glenn. You've looked at the Oilers from an opponent's standpoint. You've you've schemed against them. You've game-filmed them on, when they're coming into your various towns. Uh, now you're working for the Oilers. Do you walk in the door, and you're probably not going to give us all the great nuggets we want here, but uh, when you walk in the door here, do you have a couple specific things that you'll sit down with Todd McClellan and say, you know, I would improve this and this and this. Do, do you have some, some concrete evidence of being an opponent of the Oilers that can make the Oilers better this year? You know, I, there's a couple things. We had a summit in, in July uh, with Trent Yanni, myself, and Manny, uh, with Todd, and it was a very open, uh, honest, and you guys know Todd. He's 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 very uh, open with what what uh, you know our thoughts, and um, you know there's a few things that we we want to change, and uh, there are going to be some some concrete changes. Um, probably the biggest is maybe um, uh, something that, that that Todd brought to the table, but a couple other things with with Trent and I. Um, that we think that uh, would help us just from both Anaheim and a Calgary perspective. So there, there are going to be some visible changes a little bit in, in, in style of play. Obviously, Trent's uh, taken over the penalty kill, and um, I think there will be some changes there. Um, but in the 5-on-5 five five play is probably where, um, you know, we're going to go with, with things that uh, uh, are, are going to speed up the rate in which we play. And, um Without going too far deep, too deep into it, there are there is uh, probably one of the bigger changes that I've seen in the National Hockey League. Um, we're, we're gonna uh, we're gonna change a little bit here, so um, we think it's really gonna speed up our pace of play. All right. So are we talking changing up the forecheck? Are we talking having perhaps you know two or three different forechecks that might even get deployed in the same period? Or you don't want to reveal too much here to us right now? Yeah. You know what? We are we are gonna. Um, yeah. I, I would hate to do it to, to uh, our group, but we are going to change some things in, in those manners. Um, just maybe our transition, our forecheck, and a little bit of uh, uh, of the way we defend. So. Um, Without being in too deep into it, we are going to go after those areas. And, um, it's not anything that's different than the maybe two or three teams have employed uh, throughout our league, uh, but we think it's going to suit our guys real well. All right, Glenn, one of the things that we're talking to, Glenn Goldson, Oilers assistant coach, Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you, live out at Westlock Ford. What a selection of F-150s they have at this location. But... Uh, you know, there's different options with vehicles, and there's different options with players. And the additions of Tobias Reeder and Kyle Brodziak, to me, mean that perhaps you can limit the amount of PK minutes that Connor McDavid has, and conversely, even look at doubling him up. So, could you theoretically have an all-left-shot power play if you uh, ran McDavid off the left-side half boards, and then keep McDavid on a second unit? With an all right shot power play, where you got Connor on the right side half boards, is that out of the realm of possibilities? Well, I think that the one thing with power plays, um, uh, you know, this year and and, and Manny's gonna, 
and do most of the work in that area. But I think the one thing, just with your lefties that you have, if you look at Detroit, uh, and if you go three years ago, uh, I think it was Mike's last year in, in Detroit, they had a very dynamic power play. I think they ran at 21%. They were all lefties, so you can go through them. They had they had Zetterberg, they had Datsuk, they had Cronwall, they had Tatar, they had Nyquist, all those guys being left shots, right? And uh, they were very dynamic in the, in the way that they played. So you can do that. Um, um, it, it's something that we did a little bit um, in Calgary. Um, you, you watch now, there's a lot of movement on the flanks. So we went over all that stuff um, in July, but I think it's going to be important for... Uh, especially, you know, the three new coaches here, just to get our feet wet with the skill set of all the players. But what you're saying is exactly true. You can run those power plays, and they have been run with great success in the league with all lefties already. All right, Glenn, look, we appreciate your time. Uh, hope you enjoy presenting at the Center Ice Summit, and we uh, look forward to touching base with you down the road. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. Yeah, I appreciate having me, guys. Thanks. All right, that's Glenn Gullitson, Oilers assistant coach. Do you want to mention the best pizza in the city? Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza has been Edmonton-owned and operated for 48-plus years. Stoffer recommendation at the Royal Pizza. Spec doesn't like chicken on pizza, but I like the Mediterranean chicken. So uh, that's that's my call. Royal Pizza now up to 15 locations in the Edmonton region. Terrific Alberta-based company. Spec, uh, we're in our final couple minutes here. Just want to thank Paul Olson and the gang out here at Westlock Ford for their hospitality. Uh, I think they had about, I'd say, 80 to 120 people that swung by over the course of the two hours. So that was terrific. Uh, and thank you for you for driving in from uh, St. Albert. Pleasure. Pleasure. Uh, I'm, well, it's Canada again. Going to win the Holika uh, Gretzky Cup? Well, they got the best team. Uh, I mean, I think they got a better team than the Americans. The Americans, as people know, don't send their uh, right. They're all. But they did play pretty well in Red Deer in the first good. couple days. They're good, but I think Canada should win Friday, and then and then let's look forward to a game on Saturday night. It's going to be. Uh, I'll tell you, I really like the Swedish team. If Russia's even better, uh, they'll give Canada everything they can handle. Well, and the the bottom line here, this is year one. Uh, for the Holinka Gretzky Cup in Edmonton. It's going to be in Edmonton again in 2020 and 2022. Yeah. And it's incumbent upon the Oilers Entertainment Group to work with Hockey Canada to help grow the event. It is a it is a uh, summer event, and uh, it starts an August-long weekend, which, you know... I don't think it's fair to get hung up on the crowd numbers in a, in a summer hockey event when it's 30 degrees outside. I think what had to happen this year was it was incumbent upon the Oilers uh, group and Hockey Canada to put on an excellent show, and I think they've delivered, right? The hockey's yep. been good. The product is good at the rink. It's all there. And now there's something to catch on. There's something for people to get some love for. Comes back in two years. I'll bet you it'll do a lot better. All right, Spec, thanks for sliding by. Uh, our apologies to Dave Campbell uh, because we have to fit, uh, wanted to get Glenn Gulson in. show is, after all, called Orders Now. Dave Campbell and Morley Scott, uh, Morley with the play-by-play, will have the call of the Eskimo game tonight against the BC Lions. So that means there's no inside sports with Reed Wilkins. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here. But uh, 6 o'clock pregame, 8 o'clock kickoff. The Eskimos and the BC Lions tonight. We will be in studio tomorrow. Rod Phillips, Hockey Hall of Famer, will be one of our guests. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Westlock Ford in Westlock, Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.